we've said on record podcast you with your host lot of cool kid individual always part of the movement and my name is Peggy and we are at World War 3 anyways let's not go there ah, i was in such a good mood <laughs> we just pray they don't aim on me so let's kenya manze See, we're starting to make sense of life. <laughs> Imagine, as in, tunajenga mabarabara. Wanda kuzibomwa kablazishi. We we went through COVID. And we can't go shit. through all that Mombasa road traffic just for us not to see the beauty of that road. Bruh, God's yes, Monzi. Tumetaseka. Let's uh, let's hope we live through this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you've felt like um. you are incapable of something so many times like uh, actually it's imposter syndrome that's mm-hmm. imposter syndrome mm-hmm. you've done something over time mm-hmm. but there's this one time let's say for your art eh uh, like you've done art you've done art over over decade actually but let years, me say all my life sawa you've done art ever call since. me picasso ever since conception <laughs> you're painting it i was room. painting things with the umbilical yum- cord <laughs> i have a problem with the way you pronounce so many things why call me piggy from bridgeton but unless that can you want me to say umbilical cord uh-huh wait, wait how do you want to pronounce it umbilical cord umbilical cord no fam here's the thing my english mostly is influenced american english so you'll notice as much as i pronounce shit it's not the way it's written yeah you see british english is so precise with the how it is see like can you slash me to it's true look at look at Look at give me a word. Uh now I'm trying to think of one. I can give you a word that in Britain it's not pronounced the same way as, as it's written. Mm. Which word? Sashay. Well, we're not making a Sashay is different. I'm sorry, I knew you say Sashay is different. Sashay is different. Do you say schedule or schedule? Me, I'll check my schedule. Schedule. Yeah. schedule I'll check my schedule schedule yeah you see I'll check my schedule mm-hmm. yeah. how do you say it schedule you don't say schedule Ebu say soldier 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 I'm a soldier yeah. I don't know why people say the l soldier soldier I think it bugs me I don't know maybe a word will come in between but you'll notice with the man and trust me I will pick and I will notice it <laughs> because i always notice it <laughs> all my life like most of my life i've grown in movies so mm-hmm. that's why i learned my english mm. yeah back, back back then there used to be you know back then when you had proper command of english because and proper intellect mm-hmm. especially when you're young in primary but but you know the thing with us uh who We have we have good English compared to we have the 2000 kids and these guys say months and then it no i don't think so but at times they speak to younger kids 
look at me feeling old and all that. <laughs> at times I, I speak to younger kids and I wonder, what the hell? As in, you can't even notice that whatever you're saying is just totally grammatically incorrect. Because you are beaten. Like, like I have a thing with prepositions. 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 Don't come at me. I'm doing the cubby look. <laughs> Prepositions. Like, you need to know where they go. But it's something that it's in a statement. Like, my teacher of English taught my me English that. Teacher. No. When you say my English teacher means she's from England. My teacher of English means they taught you English. So, as I was saying, my teacher of English, <laughs> my teacher of English. Should I do an introduction? Like, welcome to another English episode. <laughs> Welcome to today's English lesson. Or oh, this is the episode that you do it in pure English, it seems. I don't think so. It's not this one. So, taught me that when you want to know if a sentence makes sense, say it out loud. And if a wrong sentence, you'll just feel it. For a wrong sentence, you'll feel it. However. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless. Mm-hmm. How will you feel something is wrong if what you've known as right is wrong. But there's that thing, I, I, I don't know, there's just that thing in your head, when you construct a sentence, when you read it with your inner voice, you won't feel it. But the moment you say it out loud, I remember like when we were working in West Team, one thing I picked from our supervisor there, she used yeah. to tell us, when you do an email, when you read it with your inner voice, you won't see the spelling mistakes, and but read it out loud. That's when you'll notice that you wrote Dear Madman instead of Dear Sir, Dear Sir or Madam. Dear Madman. Mm. <laughs> instead of Dear Madam. Wow. Yeah, that's when you'll notice. Because if you, in your head, you typed it with that voice in your head, so that voice won't see the errors. Your internal voice, but your external voice, when you project it, that's when you'll notice the errors because now you're hearing yourself. Not from within, but outside. I don't know mm. if I'm making sense. That's a very perfect segue to what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. When you project it. Mm -hmm. Like when you do your art. You see when you're doing it on your own, it seems fine. Mm. But once you decide to... Put it out there. You feel like... Like I have a very <laughs> big art piece. I've never even posted that shit. But I... I feel like it's a good piece, but a part of me, it, in fact, it's, it's under my bed. <laughs> I've never seen it. No one has ever seen it. There's like just two people, two, three people who've seen it. Ah, cool. And it's a, it's a very creative piece. Very creative. We don't know. <laughs> no, you don't have to know. I know it's a very creative, simple. Actually, it's a very simple piece. Very creative. But a part of me, just feels like, is it really worth it? What what? As in, is it is it is it Peggy standards? Is it uh, is it really good enough? No one, in fact, even at home, no one has ever seen it. I made so that who are painting. The three or four eyes. Okay, minus yours. <laughs> <laughs> the person who wants to buy the arts, my guy, 
and uh, a friend of mine. Peggy thought you'd never take in anyone to bed. No, I sent them photos. Oh my god. <laughs> I sent them photos. And at first, let me tell you what my guy told me. This is a beautiful piece. And then I told him how I made it. Then he was like, now that I know how you made it, what the hell is this? <laughs> You're curious about that piece. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You'll send it. I won't send it to you, you. until until I just gain that confidence about that piece. And a part of me feels like just ripping that canvas off and starting again. Oh, but you're supposed to make it for someone. Hey. How long has it been? Ah, it's a long time. That this thing is like two months. Cleaned. That thing is like two months old. The person has never cleaned The thing with me, if I make a an art piece for you and I don't feel so confident about it. I want to deliver it. I don't need I want to deliver it. And that thing is big. It's A1. For people who don't know dimensions for A1. Okay, A1 is like 24 by 30 something inches. Okay. So they are like a 44 inch TV, kind of. It's big. It's a big piece. The size, almost the size of a window. From the window. class window, <laughs> class window, <laughs> class window, bro. There were classes, you know. In Nyanza, the only windows we had were like not in Nyanza, there's this place, yeah. In the computer lab, the windows were like this tall. No one can see that tall. <laughs> <laughs> a foot, uh, let me say, one and a half feet tall for real, yeah. I... And they were up there, so you see, so. Okay, anyway. I need to define to. Okay, I don't know. I've given. I've tried describing the size of that thing, but you can take a picture of the back. No, <laughs> the, uh, just let it stay under my bed. <laughs> at times, like, I take it out. I look at it. A part of me feels this thing is beautiful. And then a part of me is telling me, "Beginner, just put it back." <laughs> so you think you rip it off? Have you have you ever experienced imposter syndrome before? Within your yard? Yes. And a lot. So many times. And you didn't put it out? So many times. I have pieces. You know, I work with canvas. Yeah. So I just need to I just need to get a frame and the fabric on top and all that. Uh-huh. I make paintings and finish them and let them dry. And then I hang them on the wall. I'm like, nah, another royal sheet. Why? Actually, I threw it over that fence. I think there's a lot of my art pieces over that fence. <laughs> yeah, I threw them over that fence. Why? Because I just feel like this This was not good enough. But you've never had someone put eyes on it. You see, the thing with I came to notice with the imposter syndrome, mm. there's a certain level in your mind. Mm. Like, certain level you want things done or should appear. Mm. But then again... When you do it, you'll feel like, nah, this ain't it. Mm. But if someone else lays eyes on it, mm. you'll be like, they'll be like, fucking hell, this shit is good. Like the painting in my office. I'm not mm. really, I'm not usually so confident about that thing. The one that mm. we were to put up as an NFT. Ah, yeah. I always have mm, thoughts. And then people are... Wowed by that painting. That's why I think I've never ripped that one. Yeah, you see. 
So you should be visiting them. Imagine you could even be selling them. Let me say at salary price. No. Salary prices. No. Why? You don't do that to ads. <laughs> okay, Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let my Van Gogh just stay there <laughs> and appreciate. Or, or be giving them to me. For? I'll keep them. I'll not sell, I promise you. No. If you do a bad, like, if you feel I like do a, a bad, a, a bad When I do a bad piece, you just give it to you. Yeah. Like, I also have a sketch pad for bad pieces. Yeah, give it a to me. A whole you. sketch pad of just paintings that just don't make sense. It can be my news, sort of. Shit, what am I saying? Anyway, yeah. You That's be... not your lingo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's act right. Like, you can be giving them to me. I'll think about it. What's there to think about? Fam, you throw them over the fence. It's my, I'd rather throw it. Never should like, fucking take you to court. You, even worse, that thing is not meant for animals. Why are you judging me? I'm not judging, I'm telling you the truth. Don't shout at me. Okay, sir. The woman in me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. you see when imposter syndrome strikes, like I used to get it a lot. For me, Ebu Ebu define imposter syndrome for me. Imposter syndrome is where you don't believe you can do something to a certain level, mm-hmm. or you find you've done something, let's say like a drawing, but you still feel like this shit isn't enough. And can it come from an angle of uh you've done something, but you feel like this thing is too good to be me? Uh, okay. As in, I'm not at that level yet. As in, this one is too good to be my work. Yes. That's, that can also be imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's imposter syndrome. So like, it has extreme positive and extreme negative. Yeah, like from the one imposter, if it, this is not This you. is not yeah, me. This is As much as you're the person who's done it, mm. that's not you. The mm. who's done it or who's done it. No, we are not going there. Just <laughs> talk. <laughs> You see, put it in my head. No, just talk. No, I'll, be, mm-hmm. I'll be very. What's the word? Cautious. Exactly. I'll be ah, very cautious. I love my it. English today. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, I've said that, and I've, in my head it was with that. You know that video. Oh my god! Wow. Did they just do that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'd be very cautious about the word I say. No, you can be free. Break English. I want to correct you. <laughs> I'll take the points, the nuggets of wisdom from it's your not, broken English. It's not eggs I'm breaking, but now you break English. <laughs> Speak broken English. Yeah, break English. You can break English. Or you break English. You can break English. It's not eggs. Or do you break English? Okay, you can speak broken English. Yeah. See, it's already broken. It was you. You had to break it. That's why you are speaking it. But there has to. We are not arguing about so this. Let's no, continue with the imposter syndrome. Thing. You can't break no, English. No, no, no. Ah. Not today, Lota. <laughs> You're making me speak Swahili. Anyway. <laughs> but you don't speak Swahili, you say Swahili. Yeah. Bridget. You should see that. The only thing you're missing is glasses. <laughs> and a corsetta and that dress. Ah, bruh. Wow. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, yeah, like from the word imposter. You mm-hmm. just feel. That's not you. Mm. I used to get a lot. Actually, I still do get a lot. Is there someone who just doesn't get that? Imposter syndrome. Mm. 
azin wao wanakuanga tu ye ni yeye tu hii kazi ni fiti hivi ni mimi hii kazi naweza fanya ni sawa honestly okay, i think see. there's someone who's no matter let, let me let me see uh let's say in whatever field you're in at some point there are things you do and you just feel like i should have i can do better but you see there is knowing you have the ability to do it and you don't have the skills and ability to do it that's also another thing mm-hmm. like honestly for me i can't paint mm. not that i can't you can't let's continue yeah i can't paint. you admire me no god i can't paint i'm much more a photography person than a painting person i can't paint so i do a painting then i start saying nah you see like i have that eye for art mm-hmm. but i can't paint mm-hmm. get it yeah i get it so it's the same way as i do a shady painting mm-hmm. and that painting just isn't up to standards mm. but then again, but then but so uh, what i'm getting is that with that one you know mistrick paint so ataka ni mbaya mistrui yeah so i'm saying because i'm saying so because the way you've asked do people do does everyone experience imposter syndrome mm. but then you have to differentiate that imposter syndrome kicks is the kicks in when you have the ability to do it mm. oh yeah yeah mm. oh deal. you have to yeah. have the mm. yeah like that's why i'm using the i can't paint scenario mm. because i can't paint but then again I'm like I can't put this shit out there then I start saying now nah, I'm suffering from imposter syndrome no that's not that's a whole different yeah so but never say you never know so it's you have the skill mm-hmm. it's more more or less you've done it before mm. especially for me I've experienced it in writing mm. the pieces I write sometimes there are so many drafts are written I'm like nah but then again sometimes I'm like let me just throw it out there in the wild and do you think see. we have imposter syndrome i don't know about you but for me we do how many episodes have we recorded and we're like nah but those ones we both know those episodes <laughs> those episodes can't go out honestly <laughs> those episodes can't go out what if they can do you want us to try with one particular episode? nope exactly <laughs> You see like the episode which uh I can say is our poorest performance bars and weights ah that one eh yeah you know exactly you see that one was a shitty one not, not shitty per se but in terms of like with the audience one and what the audience expected from us they just didn't get the bars and weights thing it just didn't with them. Mm. That was more like That one was for a specific audience. Or leave alone that. I We're having like, our board meeting right in the middle <laughs> of the podcast. I feel mm. like we stretched it. Mm. It, would yeah, have, yeah. it it would have made sense if it was like uh at most 5 minute banter. Mm. But we stretched for a it whole, like whole episode. episode. Mm, it, it was Yeah, like, so it was like we're doing fillers mm. in between this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for us, yeah, I can say we yeah, we've actually experienced uh for me for sure episode one mm-hmm. uh black talks mm-hmm. i wasn't for it for real you can't remember remember very well i wasn't for it but you you weren't for so many episode ones you you were going for so much perfection that that's 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 actually the other thing 
like with me nowadays it's when i'm leaning on just starting mm. no matter how terrible it is because mm. there's a certain level i want i normally want things to be at mm-hmm. but then it's like i normally skip zero and you want to get to seven or I, yeah i want if i'm starting shit i want it to start at 10 mm. exactly so i never want the nitty gritties of i started here and uh, yeah, this is the progress starting at zero mm. but slowly i'm starting to adapt to learning to in short uh, let me segue it to accepting to fail mm. yeah like people seeing it as a failure yeah which i can tie back to shit this will feel like a psychological podcast tie back to i was beaten a lot when i failed mm. so you, you there's that fear yeah like i'm taking notes be, now now i'm your therapist mm-hmm. <laughs> there'll be repercussions if i fail yeah see like they said for us trauma when you say it, yeah when you say it, <laughs> <laughs> okay continue when when you say the uh, the english we speak is better off compared to this recent generation the 2000 2002 mm-hmm. but that's when i said for us most of us it was beaten like it was instilled into us mm. from we used to have our english our english teacher dictates words like immediately ambulance like because yeah. this one they really disturbed us with flamboyant remember it was a problem too it was not a problem but it for for my class equinocosaka dictation i just don't get why for the spellings because of the spellings mm. for me i think cigarette immediately committee the ones with doubles yeah i still yeah. struggle with insurance <laughs> i don't know if there are two a's <laughs> insurance is one a power. it you know i want to rate it as insurance <laughs> you get <laughs> and i'll say it as insurance but i want to rate it i, I struggle with the word insurance yeah wow. anyway, <laughs> yeah you see so mm-hmm. there's that for me there's that fear which mm-hmm. now it's like a thin line between the traumatic part and the imposter part yeah i feel like i'd be condemned this is this is not your level of work you can do better you can do and better. then you're beaten for it yeah mm-hmm. this time there's no one to button shit i was button for much wow actually much now i was actually button for losing pencils but i used to eat my <laughs> i used to eat my pencils Uh, I didn't yeah. lose my pencils but I used to eat my pe- you didn't eat graphite uh, no I was being beaten for these things disappearing <laughs> I think I'd have the audacity to eat it when you'd give me a pencil and ningepaswa to katikati ni chomo hiyo graphite and eat the whole thing and then so you're an animal <laughs> And so I think you guys were being called relaxing with the drums. Relax, <laughs> relax. So it got to a point that now I didn't want to eat my pencils. Now you see you people who used to lose pencils. We used to eat your pencils. <laughs> We used to eat your pencils. Afa njo mtu akikula pencil yako is part. Imeenda. But for me uh that time HB pencils were not that accessible mm. to these local shops. You have to go to proper bookshops. Yeah, yeah, to get Stedler. Yeah. 
Stendler, HB mm. Pencil, mm. the Great Britain one. You know, yeah, the, the Indian one with that black thing, which See, is long. Stendler is Great Britain. That was Nataraj. She's an artist. <laughs> <laughs> but you know nowadays schools want Pelican, the blue one, the one with blue, red, and white. But Pelican, Pelican has advanced. Yeah, Pelican is a good pencil. Kitambo, we only had Stadler and Nataraj. Yeah, yeah. actually, Stadler and Nataraj. But mostly only... Nataraj. For yeah. us, it was mostly Stadler. I remember Stadler was expensive. Stadler 40 was bob moja, imagine. Yeah, and now? It, it goes for like 60 or 80. Eh? A, a whole pencil going for 100 bob. Yeah, and you cool, imagine. <laughs> So you see, like I used to come back, I used to come back from school, especially in my class one. That time, what primary? Fam, let me your lower primary stories are so sad. Let me no, my lower <laughs> primary stories. Let me tell you, I am who I am. If you look at my lower primary stories, there's the fun aspect, and then there's the aspect of having strict parents. Because Connie, the other stories I used to tell you about lower primary. But no, see, each time say, oh, when I was in class two, oh, they'd leave me at home alone and I'd watch TV all day. Now they were beating you because of pencils. And then it's doing, you you'd, put it you'd that cook way, and you were suffering. Once you, put it that <laughs> way, once you put it that way, it kind of explains why I'm, I tend to be a loner. Hey, well, <laughs> and then, you know, each time you tell me these stories, I think we need to put this photo on our Instagram. I see that photo of a young un- uniform. Uh, the one you're wearing a blue short. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Now I see this kid being told me being made to cook, going to <laughs> being left alone watching TV. The wow. Wow. But those traumatic experiences have made me who I am, honestly. Like I'd honestly pick sitting at home eating and watching movies mm. rather than going out. Same. See, so because even for the pencil thing, I can say the trauma it instilled in me is losing things. Let, let me cut you short. So this week I was telling my mom, my, my bro watches TV too much. So I was telling my mom, hey, watch TV. TV. The TV was my best friend. The TV, let me say the screen is still my best friend. Me too, man. So that time when uh, in class one, the teacher used to keep the pencil mm. in her drawer. So these guys were in class six, seven, you know, writing composition, they used to be forced, they're told, you need to write compositions in HB pencils. Mm. So they come to steal from us. And now it so happens, people, my like fellow peasants, mm. had these Chinese white pencils. <laughs> I, me as a pencil eater, <laughs> I hated those pencils. The, the graphite wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't as tasty and Sour it was hard. <laughs> you see, so I used to like you'll find out of 20 pencils, only three are HB. Which mm. one happens to be mine, or even two happen to be mine. No no matter how much this is the teacher insists that we want 
Stedler pencils. People would still come with that. Because it was white and it, it, it had flowers drawn on yeah, it. Yeah, the rubber on top. And a pink rubber on top. So you go back home. Where's your pencil? I used to get whipped with a copper wire. I mean, in class one. So traumatic. With a copper wire. So I remember, you I, I remember one time, that time we were living in Dandora. So it's a plot in that corridor. I love one of that time. Yeah. Bed seaters hadn't cropped up. So it was so mostly single, single rooms. Yeah. yeah. That corridor. My mom chasing me with a copper wire. The next day they give me another pencil. It's gone. Come back. Another beating. From till to date, I can give you something and I'll haunt you for it. <laughs> I want it back. Like losing something isn't easy for me. Mm. For real. Like even in campus, people used not to understand why, even in high school. You see, the people say, like, basin the communal. What do you mean my basin was not communal? Exactly. I, um, it's not communal. I want that exact basin. I give you that person from you're supposed to return it here and I wouldn't sleep without having that person. Exactly. Like, I used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You look like sleepers, bro. You happy? Ah, ah. Tukazile sleepers sleepers. That's what that traumatic experience did to me. Even till now. Exactly. But you see now, you can't blame me. <laughs> My parents <laughs> made who I am. <laughs> My parents uh, made who I am. Anyway, so speaking about imposter syndrome, for me, it hits a lot. I think it hits a lot of, let me say, people in artists, mm-hmm. people who are like creating content. Mm, creators mostly. mostly. Creators mostly. But there are other people. But I feel like, would, would you classify lawyers as creators? Well, lawyers are creatives, you say. I feel like there's no manual to that shit. If you can't write, if you can't, if you can't be creative with your opening statements, you can't do that shit. But you're taught, okay, uh, to some level, let me see, let me see. I can say, yeah, lawyers are creators, actually. Mm-hmm. I think we can make, like, from lawyers should be, lawyers are actually part of creators. Lawyers are creatives. You are arguing out your point mm. to win the other person to your side. Mm. So uh, you, you have to convince this person. Yeah, like OJ, the glove didn't fit. Oof. <laughs> people need to watch the people versus OJ. You see, Crocan. So... Hey, that guy. Ah. So being a lawyer, yeah, I can say lawyers are creators. So imagine you're like you've won so many cases, but one particular case you feel like. Or you just give your opening statement and you feel like, I can do better than that. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. But is there like a cure to it? I think the only cure I can say with imposter syndrome is putting it out there. Don't think too much about it. Don't think too much about it. Though, what I can say is, uh, like I said, most of me who I am, I was shaped by my parents and environment. Mm. It's the same for a lot of <coughs> Mm. Like if you look at uh, you've watched King Richard, Naomi uh, Osaka, ah, you've watched the Tiger Woods documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see who he became, as, and mm. seeing how he grew up with the father being so strict and everything. But he also became a cheater because he saw his father cheat. 
Mm. And his father used to take him with him to these escapades. Yeah. And uh, I think at some point in his life, he felt like... Mm? Okay, it seems you digressed a bit from imposter syndrome. Yeah, I was just pointing out that one when you were saying our no, parents... No, really. actually, we'll digress further, but you see, we are who we are. So can, is it correct to say we are the splitting images of our parents? Kind of. Kind of. Like, uh, I, I attended my cousin's graduation, and in his father's speech, his father said that, he told the mom now, when you look at this kid, and you see vices in this kid, don't blame this kid. Look at me and look at you. Dr. Yota Biambai metoka pikati asisi wawili. Okay. And check yourself. If you look and you see, hey, Manzemi, my kid is lazy. Angalia, where is this laziness coming from? That kid has picked this thing from either of us. And if you notice, it is either of us. Mm-hmm. Try, and, try and cut it from whoever it is coming from. Because it's like this kid is emulating their parents. That father is self-aware as fuck. Mm. Actually, your uncle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> yes, my uncle. Yeah. It 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 does make sense, but then again, imagine he even apologized and said, "We've given, we have had an amazing son, but forgive me for giving him the vices that he picked from me." That was deep, man. <laughs> Your father ever made something like that to you? My dad. Uh, he says that he, he apologizes for me. No, like making a sentimental statement that, like, damn, he's never met before. All the time. You know, my, my dad tells me, he says, you're smart. If I had the brains you have, he even makes me feel like, surely, I'm a mimisija. Sija discover ability. He tells me if I even had half your brains, ninge kuambali sana ilife. So says ni na fanyanga nike chini ni seme. Kwani ni ni ni? Amona. Ni 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 sifani. But let's actually let's let's go there. You see, I was to say, as much as we pick up vices from our parents, mm. you see, there's also the aspect of how let me say our parents groom us. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. For example, uh, I want to think of someone like uh, you haven't watched Serena. Not Serena. Uh, yes, documentary. Mm. You've seen how the mom impacted her. But generally, let's say you want to do something, mm-hmm. but then your parents force you to a different path. Mm. You see, in a way that puts you down. Mm. because it's like that blocking mechanism of you can't do art, baby. Mm. So you can imagine most of us growing up wanted to do something we loved. Mm. But then again, your parents made a slight statement. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, let me give you an example. I always wanted to do low. A part of me is still there. Uh-huh. 
But my mom kept telling me, lawyers ni waongo. Lawyers ni waongo. So till today you believe to, lawyers? A part of me, I know, a part of me, <laughs> it's, you you see, those things that you you tell someone, you're too learned to have that belief. But a part of you still has that. Because yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking, um, the same way me, my mom has instilled, my mom has a theory on all professions she tells me procurement ni wezi procurement i think i think, procu- I think our parents do procurement ni wezi Pro- so mimi you just tell me procurement just ni wezi you see because she's instilled that all my life i'm going okay, procurement procurement oh yeah channel to procurement lawyers ni waongo lawyers ni for me for me i think for procurement now it was procurement utakuwa kula do mm. lakini nchi ni ya maji so the issue you see because uh, i was actually meant to believe before i knew the clearing and forwarding to part the port mm. i used to classify them as procurement askia ah mtu uko na do lakini anakonga procurement so for me i was meant to know procurement people are rich people mm. Bora napitisha mizigo. Bas. Bona mizigo zinapitia kwake na ina na keep stock. Mom, that's a rich person. Mm. For sure. And that to do to, to date I know. Msoko procurement. Uko na do. Bona tembezaga. But as I was saying that belief that limited belief our parents had in us mm. actually in a way contributes to that imposter syndrome. Yeah, big time. Because for me and yeah, honestly I can tell you my dad was an NYS instructor mm. so you can imagine that's why you see some of the if i tell you some of the things growing up like you know my dad one time took my bed and gave me the safari bed the one with the but your dad is just a bully to <laughs> this <laughs> day and some bully your, your dad bullies everyone adults your dad is just he's just his own person <laughs> to, oh, actually i'll agree My dad is a bully and I can say <laughs> no, honestly what do you give a kid as what did you do I think you just come as you know when you talk I'll tell you we'll post this photo on our Instagram so that each time Lotta talks about his childhood you see yeah, that kid you see you have a visual <laughs> a visual of the kid being put through all this mm mm-hmm. Uh to some extent I can say the plus side is it hadn't me quote unquote and I don't think cool could asumbua sana yeah why was he putting you through all this you know okay, I feel like you were a good kid I, but depends I was raised from a point of fear so cuz I pressed to buy eh from in class uh class 5 I can't remember what I did. Still that kid in uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In class 5, I can't remember what I did, but I remember being told ndakupeleka approved school. In class 5. Exactly from, you see. So you can understand, but they, I I can I can honestly say you see why growing up to a certain level I always want things done to. Mm-hmm. Because the trauma, the childhood trauma is if this shit fucks up, mm-hmm. it fucks up. They'll give you a safari bed. Exactly. <laughs> you see. What did you do? 
What did I do? Oh, I've done, I don't know. Let me tell you, there was the military punishment my dad once gave me. So I have a younger sister. There's a significant amount of years difference yeah. between me and her. So right now we look like almost age mates, but yeah. when we were young, tulikuwa naka difference. So I don't know what I wanted to show her. Tunaishi kama fourth, fifth floor hivi. Nikamuinua kwa balcony, nimuonyeshe chini. Kumbe my dad saw me. Umeinua mtoto kwa balcony. Hey, you know, alichukua, <laughs> alichukua kamba. Haka nifunga kwa hivyo. Haka nifunga kwa hivyo balcony. Our parents were animals. <laughs> and imagine... <laughs> Imagine akanifunga hapo from like 7 to close to midnight. Venye kukanza kwa na baridi. I think they even brought me food there. Like a slave. <laughs> no joke. We live close to a road. So kila mtu anapita hapo ananiona. Nimefungwa kwa chuma. And sasa 12 fika fika. Imagine all those hours nimefungwa tu hapo. 12 fika fika kaniingiza kwa nyumba akanifunga kwa kitanda. Akanifunga kwa kitanda. Imagine. Sasa nilikuwa nashangashwa li. Siungeni chapa historia. Mbona unanifunga nini? Sana mimi si unataka kushikisha watu majuma nini? Shit that sounds wrong. Si unataka tied my hands you see actually i normally say i think it's why i don't want to have kids you'll punish them like that no like the thought of whatever you do from the exactly. day they are born fuck them up will make them who they'll be so from you might make the next obama or you might make the next hitler hitler Mm-hmm. As much as there was that notion, the one you said, the lady on TikTok mm-hmm. of this year when you came being back. reborn, mm-hmm. yeah. But then again, because as much as our parents might blame other outside influences, it's them. It's them. <laughs> it's like them. From I used to not to go play outside because one time I remember when my sis was young, still in Dandora. What I did is uh, they left us at home. So I left my sister playing with the other smaller kids. I went to play football with the boys. Mm. So my mom happened to come much earlier than expected. Mm. So my mom finds that my sister is full of mucus. She's not eaten. She's a dirty. Sweater. Yeah, and that time it's around four. And mm. the sun is still up, bro. Hey, me so I go to check my sister. Hey, my sister is missing. Hey. Um, yeah. So I go back to the house at six and then my sister will clean. And my mom asks me, My dad comes home. From honestly, my dad didn't even my dad just he grabbed me by the shirt. Mm-hmm. Made me kneel down. Slaps. Epe, epe, epe. 
I feel like you know, you know now in science, human nature dictates that in times in such times it's either fight or flight. Mm. That's why you notice if funny enough, if you hit a cow suddenly, it'll urinate. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that shock. <laughs> Boom. If if it can't run, like that shock, the, the thing, it will mm. urinate. Mm. That's why you see some people when they're hit or when people are scared, they urinate. That's mm. the thing. If you can't fight and you can't fly, like the, the shock. shock. Yeah. Boom. Just say, <laughs> open the bladder. Boom. I urinated. So, you're And, and then, then, I'm like, Naskia kojoa, kojoa hapo. I still want to know what you did to get the safari safari bed. Nothing. No, like I he just remember, decided you need to be tough. I remember he was changing. He was changing my bed. The bed I was using was broken. Mm. So what he did first, actually, it was done in steps. What he did first, he took away the mattress. So if this this you broke the bed. Yeah, the break partially it it broke. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a certain paper normally used to filter beer. It's mm. normally very thick in a way. So what I'm left with is the beddings, the hardwood beddings, and then this paper was put on top. Mm. So I have no mattress. Mm. So I'm sleeping on that. Then kidogo kidogo, I come one day, find the bed is gone. So I'm told to put up the safari bed. And that shit is like let me say like one feet, one and a half feet wide. Mm. If you sleep, you can't sleep. If you sleep on your side, because now it's held with metal, mm. your neck will be left straining. So mm. if, yeah, and the, you can't use a pillow because the pillow won't fit. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have to sleep so, facing Yeah, We need upwards. an image of a safari bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you have to sleep facing upwards. And once you sleep that way, you can't turn. Yeah. So I slept I slept on a safari bed for like I think two or three months. Months? Yeah. To actually go to bed. So for you can me, I can adapt to anything. Like my dad has a fascination with uh military life. So in a way, because of his fascination, he still did on me. Smile is a podcast. <laughs> so I'll I'll show you the pick of the safari bed. He still did on me. Yeah, you know what a safari bed looks like. Yeah. Zile watu wanalilianga kwa tents. Eh. Kojeshi. Mm. Bas. You think, there was a time, a friend of mine, we came, played PS at our place, then we left everything, like, the whole house, dirty and everything. That time we used to have a house, I think she had gone to the market or something. So, when she came back, she did decide to clean up. She decided to throw me under the bus. Mm. So that that same night, um, I was told if I enter into that house, I'll go sleep in the kennel with the dogs. Mm. So I didn't go back home and slept at my friend's place. The next day, six in the morning, uh, my mom's friend brought me home. There are five trees at our, near our gate on the left. Once you enter on the left side, mm. um, I dug the holes for those trees. That time we think I was in class six. Specific dimensions. Two feet deep, one feet wide, a half feet apart. I will eat a fake, bro. So uh. five, five holes, and then that time you're young. You're told, untika nini jembe chukua, untika nini saruru chukua, untika kijiko chukua. 
And we're supposed when you dig, you transport those. It was supposed to take that time. It was supposed to take the soil to some place else behind the house. Mm. So it is five holes. From that time you're young, so you don't have that much energy. Mm. I started at around seven. I haven't eaten breakfast. Dig, dig, dig. From it's twelve. Kitengela sun. Mm. One. Nataka kula unaenda wapi kukula pana jamaliza mbako umaliza unataka maji eh ndio unaona nikikunywa maliza so 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 to some extent uh, to some extent i can say it was bad yes but to some extent it was good because the way i normally look at things and the way i can go through hardships i'm not supposed to but my endurance level is way up there. Mm. That's why even when I see people in pain of, of something, like you remember when I sprained my ankle? Mm. For me, I know that shit, yeah, it will be down, but the next day, I wanted to go play. You see, so my, my I normally, like, but then, over time, there's this book, um, Adult children raised by emotionally mature parents. Mm. Most people who have screenshotted certain paragraphs, they say like, this is me. This is how I was raised. Mm. This has made me become this. You see? So over time, I've come to unlearn some of the traumas I've been through. Mm-hmm. Some I've decided to turn them for a good cause. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they normally say, if you are raised by very strict parents, you learn to become secretive. And a very good liar. And a very good liar. Mm-hmm. Which I've become very good at mm. very good at lying and manipulation mm. you see because that was me i was raised mostly to stay alone mm. that's why most of the time i'm alone so i, I i'm tending I'm, I'm i'm trying to i'm saying that at times you can find that some people are not even naturally introverts yeah they were made introverts they were made introverts like that time when your kid when you know part of that time kids are playing but home from your mm. and you don't know why exactly you see maybe your parents will tell you i don't want you to join a gang you see like maybe they have good intentions i don't want to join a gang but see to some extent you'll feel left out mm. so over time you learn to be alone yeah and to just make things work exactly. just by yourself so hence the screen became my best friend Make it turn down going to a friend's event just to. That was a good therapy session. <laughs> we now understand why Lotte is the way he is. I hate this white table talk. <laughs> I think the problem is this table. It has to be this Okay, table. each time we're on this table. Yeah, it things, becomes... It's, yeah. It becomes... You open up. This is where Black Tuck started. <laughs> yeah, this is where Black Tuck... Actually, this is the same place. Yeah. It was on this table. Yeah, this is where Black Tuck started. This table brings emotions. I think... Now we have, like, different spots. Yeah. <laughs> we have different spots. Because when you do it at our place, it's in relationships and fans. Fans, <laughs> eh? When we do it at your office, fam... It's serious, like... Where's the letter? I'm just the office, young. When we come here, the white table talk. So, it's all open, pouring your heart out. Yeah. So, now you understand why I'm a bully. Quote, unquote. Guys, I don't know what to say. 
don't like I think I think what I can say is my fear of having kids is making them turn bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see. It's not that you, you hate kids or something. Yeah, but generally, I don't like kids. I find kids noisy. Imagine me, me not like kukutetiana. I find kids noisy. But you see, okay, kids are meant to be noisy either way. Mm. But my biggest fear is normally like, you're fucking them up. This kid, this kid will be 15 and the way they behave and everything is up to you. It's up to you. So as much as you might beat your kid at you, you um, if you look back, most of it was you. Mm-hmm. That's why you normally say, as a parent, don't drink in front of your kid. Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm not saying alcohol is bad, yeah, the smoking and drinking, but actually I've come to notice how you handle your shit. Mm-hmm. If you do it in front of your kid, mm-hmm. it's the same. So for those parents where who argue in front of kids, yeah, and even for the domestic violence where you beat your wife or vice versa in front of the kid, mm. there's a certain level of disrespect your kid grows towards the other parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if a, if if a man beats the woman, as a son, I'll come to know that like at a certain point it'll click that I need to hate a woman. You know, it brings back my point of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods became a serial cheater because of his dad. Exactly. Because his dad used to take him to see all these clandies. Yeah. And growing up, he felt like, it's okay. Yeah. I can go to Vegas and have a hundred women and leave my wife at home and still come back and things will be okay as long as she doesn't. It's that childhood instillment because it's wrong, but there's a sense of, this, this, this person how... this person is supposed to teach me how life should be yeah. so so like you grow up it's normal mm. like this is part of how life should be mm. yeah shit you can make good parents <laughs> that is that has been a very emotional episode of the Said on Record podcast. I think we need to ditch this table. Each time we sit on this table, things just get... No, but it's good. We need to come here once in a while. It's good from, like, we normally say podcasts also act as therapy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we need... We. I think we'll be doing one episode on this table once a month. It comes naturally by the... Yeah, <laughs> You've it's, not, it's not even strange. Because if you look at the episodes we've done here, it comes like it's someone has something to vent or get out of their chest. Yeah. That's how Blackjack started. That day, we weren't even supposed to record that. Pinky Akasema. What? Anyway. Anyway, guys. I'm still lighter. I'm reformed. I'm the cool kid. In the immortal words of Jay-Z, you can't heal what you don't reveal. So, for me, I know where my traumas have been. Mm-hmm. I'm a changed man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. My past doesn't define who I am. Amen. <laughs> Adios, guys. I cannot. You see the way I respect your strong points. Imagine you should do that to mine. Don't make jokes when I'm being nini. When you make jokes? Hey, all the time. Ah, fam, it's my childhood. Now I have something to play. <laughs> <laughs>